I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 145 I will magnify thee, O God my King, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Every day will I give thanks unto thee, and praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and marvelous worthy to be praised. There is no end of his greatness. One generation shall praise thy works unto another and declare thy power. As for me, I will be talking of thy worship, thy glory, thy praise, and wondrous works. So that men shall speak of the might of thy marvelous acts, and I will also tell of thy greatness. The memorial of thine abundant kindness shall be showed, and men shall sing of thy righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, long-suffering, and of great goodness. The Lord is loving unto every man, and his mercy is over all his works. All thy works praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints give thanks unto thee. They show the glory of thy kingdom, and talk of thy power. That thy power, thy glory, and mightiness of thy kingdom might be known unto men. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and thy dominion endureth throughout all ages. The Lord upholdeth all such as fall, and lifteth up all those that are down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, O Lord, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thine hand, and fillest all things living with plenteousness. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and holy in all his works. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, Yea, all such as call upon him faithfully. 
He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and will help them. The Lord preserveth all them that love him, but scattereth abroad all the ungodly. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh give thanks unto his holy name forever and ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the twelfth chapter of the first book of Samuel. Now, now Samuel said to all Israel, Indeed, I haven't heeded your voice in all that you said to me, and have made a king over you. And now here is the king walking before you, and I am old and gray-headed, and look, my sons are with you. I have walked before you from my childhood to this day. Here I am. Witness against me before the Lord and before his anointed. Whose ox have I taken, or whose donkey have I taken, or whom have I cheated? Whom have I oppressed, or from whose hand have I received any bribe with which to blind my eyes? I will restore it to you. And they said, You have not cheated us or oppressed us, nor have you taken anything from any man's hand. Then he said to them, The Lord is witness against you, and his anointed is witness this day, that you have not found anything in my hand. And they answered, He is witness. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Uh, here begins the 17th verse of the 20th chapter of the book of Acts. From Miletus, he sent to Ephesus and called for the elders of the church. And when they had come to him, he said to them, You know, from the first day that I came to Asia, in what manner I always lived among you, serving the Lord with all humility, with many tears and trials, which happened to me by the plotting of the Jews. How I kept back nothing that was helpful, but proclaimed it to you, and taught you publicly and from house to house, testifying to Jews and also to Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. And see, now I go bound in the Spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. But none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I have received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And indeed, now that I know you all, among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God, I will, now that I know, now I know that you all, among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God, will see my face no more. 
Therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all men, for I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Therefore, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock, among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Also from among yourselves, men will rise up, speaking perverse things, to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore, watch and remember that for three years I did not cease to warn everyone, night and day, with tears. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel. Yes, you yourselves know that these hands have provided for, for my necessities and for those who were with me. I have shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak. And remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Almighty God, who into the place of the traitor Judas didst choose thy faithful servant Matthias to be of the number of the twelve apostles, grant that thy church, being always preserved from false apostles, may be ordered and guided by faithful and true pastors, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, 
and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening to all. Our lessons begin tonight in Psalm 145, and I think it's helpful to uh, understand that this psalm comes in the last uh, six psalms of the Psalter, and they have a kind of summarizing effect on the themes that we've seen throughout the whole Psalter and the whole um, arrangement of the collection of psalms. Um, psalm 145 is an acrostic psalm, um, and so it, in the original composition, it would have gone letter by letter through the Hebrew alphabet with a verse beginning at, uh, you know, with a letter beginning each verse as a sort of memory device, but then also as a way of kind of um, kind of giving a sense of completion, a sense of, of a comprehensive summarizing of thought um, of all the words that could be made by all the letters being sort of present there in that That's sort of a way of saying this is a capstone thought. Um, and so when we look at Psalm 145, also note in the, struct, the poetic structure of it, that it begins in verse one and two in the same way that it ends in verse 21. Um, and that uh, it begins with this praise, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. And it ends with, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. The whole flesh give, give thanks unto him. Uh, and this a poem is, is meant to begin and end the same way and it is, as the book ends, um, and of offering praise as the book ends of a meditation on God's uh, consistency and the order of creation that is perceivable through a lifetime of sort of in a contemplative way observing the um the faithfulness of god that god has in sustaining the creation that he has made um unlike um as is you know one way of looking at the cosmos god didn't just sort of wind it up like a clock and then leave it to his own devices he didn't create it and then say farewell to it um, god remains near to and present in his creation and sustains it as uh, saint julian of norwich whom Aliyah and i both are uh, are, are avid fans of um, we, uh, Julian says that she beheld in like a tiny hazelnut how God created it, how he sustained it, and how he loves it, how he beholds it, and how he loves it. Um, and that is, in Psalm 145, essentially what we're getting here is that um, in, in sort of attentively viewing creation, we, and uh, prayerfully viewing creation, we see, we're able to see more deeply and even through it, um, the character of God as creator, as sustainer, and as um, the lover of the things that he has made. And that's um, reflected in our two lessons tonight, which complete the feast day of um, St. Matthias. Um, Bishop set this up really excellently this morning. And if you haven't heard his meditation on the feast day, you should go listen to it. But to summarize it, St. Matthias, uh, the theme of the day today kind of draws out the importance of faithfulness um, to stay at one's post when one is called. And how that's kind of when we hear that kind of cryptic proverb that many are called, but few are chosen. Um, this is one of the things that is implicated by that, that uh, there are many, there was, there were apostles called who then became the enemies of Christ. Um, one thinks of Judas, of course, as the, as the collect tonight uh, cites him specifically and Matthias replaces him directly. But we also think of, you know, Paul's meditations on like, you know, um, you know, when he when he at the end towards the end of his ministry, you know, says like only, you know, like these people have abandoned me and only like St. Luke has remained faithful to stay near to me. And um, and sort of pointing out that, you know, people start off, um, but they don't always finish. 
Um, and there's a there's a real sense of loss in that. God is faithful. God will always provide. And the psalm kind of gives us this atmospheric um, kind of habitat to consider these two lessons from the from First Samuel and um, from Acts. Um, that God is always providing for his for his people, for his world, for his for the humanity that he made in his image and also for his chosen people, ancient Israel and also for the church. Uh, and he will always provide for them um, such that they may perceive his faithfulness through all the ups and downs and ebbs and flows of the circumstances that we encounter on a day to day basis. Uh, so in the Old Testament lesson, you see um, the sort of the retirement um, uh, you know, speech that Samuel gives as King Saul is anointed. And he says, you know, witness against me. Have I have I been lacking in anything in my ministry to you to which the Lord called me as a child? And they said, we can't think of a single thing. And he says, may the Lord witness to this moment so that no one can say from here on, you know, that I, you know, I you know, begrudged anyone anything or that I stole anything or that I took anything unjustly that wasn't that wasn't mine to have and that I fulfilled my duty. And then uh, we see a similar moment in, in the Acts when Paul says the same thing um, before he heads back to Jerusalem, what he thinks it's to his persecution and likely death. And he says, you know, you know, I have left nothing undone in my ministry to you. I have witnessed, I have borne witness to the whole gospel to you, and I entrust you now to God in my absence. And so in both of these cases, we see these significant pastoral presences um, in there as they leave, as they say goodbye. Um, and there's a there's a bittersweet um, quality to these moments in the scriptures, and they happen they happen throughout. Um, but it, what it reminds us of is that you know, uh, as Christians have always believed, the art of living is the art of dying. Um, the art of 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 being faithful is the art of making a good end. Um, and these things are organically united to each other. So as we are in the Lenten season and we're and we're you know kind of approaching the end of all things um, as they as we know it in Good Friday in the cross and then to receive um, the 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 first fruits of the gift of resurrection that lie beyond it um, it's it's a reminder to us that all of us will face that final hour that we will face the hour when the ministry to which we are called by virtue of being in Christ. Um, when when it is required of us to entrust that to God and to entrust those who have been dear to us to God um, when we say farewell. Um, but that to wait until that hour to wonder what we're going to do um, that, you know, or whether we'll be able to handle that is is, a, is, is precarious and haphazard. Um, better yet, we practice on the daily basis, um, taking stock of our day um, and ending each day as we do in evening prayer by commending our day to God. Um, welcoming the rest that is to come, but also kind of laying down our lives in a real way. Um, and we practice here together as a community, you know, um, at that Lord willing, we might uh, in the end of all, at the end of our life and at the end of all things, be able to say with a clear conscience and before the, the Lord who sees all things, um, you know, I have, I have run the good race. I have fought the good fight. Um, I have kept the faith. Um, and, and now I, I look with eager hope to the thing that awaits me, the, the resurrection hope that awaits me. So may that be uh, all of us uh, in all of our last hours, including just merely the last hour of tonight. Let us pray. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. 
Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. Do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O Lord, support us all the day long, until the shadows lengthen, and the evening comes, and the busy world is hushed, and the fever of life is over, and our work is done. Then, in thy mercy, grant us a safe lodging, and a holy rest, and peace at the last. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Such a delight to be with you all. Thanks to Aliyah, my co-leader tonight. Hope you have a wonderful start to your weekend. Thank, Thank you, you, Father. Good evening, everybody. Thank you very much. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.